Welcome to Being Mrs. S, Forever Newlywed, a podcast for the self-assured woman. I'll be talking about my life as a married woman. There will be some tea, plenty of shade, my views about world events, and sometimes me just plain devil's advocate. So, let's get into it. Hello, my smooners. Okay, so we're going to catch up on the final episode of Real Housewives of Potomac, the uh, reunion. And there was a lot of build up to it, but it wasn't as bad as I expected it to be. It was actually quite tame, to be honest with you. And I appreciate that because the, we could get a lot more dialogue and hear more about where everybody was coming from. So I actually I actually do appreciate that it went the way it, it went. It wasn't as crazy as other reunions, especially when the husbands come out, um, as you would expect it to be. Let me first start off by saying to me, the MVP of that episode was Chris, uh, Chris Bassett, Candace's um, husband. Everything he said, everything that came out of his mouth when he was interacting with Candace, when he was interacting with the rest of the crew, it was it came from a place of just being mature, an adult, and just he was the MVP of that of that um, episode. I loved it. I love the way he supports his wife. I actually do love the way both Chris's support their wives. I, I honestly do. I think Chris Samuels was out of order for making that whole Bruce Jenner comment and saying he would do whatever. Bruce Jenner, well, I'm going to, no, I'm not going to say what I'm going to say, but he's still, okay, I'm not going to say <laughs> The comment was out of order and he shouldn't have said that. However, it's clear that he was trying to be, you know, Voltron defender of my wife and it's appreciated. Whose wife doesn't want her husband to support her no matter what, even when she's being batshit crazy. Um, you want your husband to be there to protect you, but you also want your husband to look in, in the face and tell you you're being a little off, but not when everybody else is there, when you guys are alone together or whatever, then he can call you to order, but in public. And those two husbands are very supportive of their wives. And I loved it. It's really refreshing. This is how, you know, relationship, relationship should be. However, you, know, you have to be able to be honest with your wife. So anyway, let's, let's get into the recap. So the absent husbands were, um, or, not husbands, I guess, significant others or supposed significant others. Jamal, the pastor, that's what he is, right? Um, Juan and um, Michael. <laughs> I hope Juan and Michael weren't in Vegas together. No, let me stop. But for real, for real, uh, those three were absent. Um, I'm not really sure if there was a plot, if they both planned it together and said, you know where I'm going to be out. I don't want to get into it or whatever, but yeah, they were absent. So 
here's a few things. And I, and since the season started, I have been very, very vocal and very, very strong about my feelings for what Monique did and her inability to accept responsibility for her actions. And, you know, you're going to, a lot of people are going to be like, well, she apologized. There is no apology when you back it up with, but she deserved it, you know, or, after a whole year, after everything's gone down, you keep seeing messages put out there, you know, not taking uh, responsibility for your action, justifying what you did, you know, liking people's comments saying, yeah, you was good, you beat her ass, stuff like that. It's ridiculous. And to me, I think it's amazing that there are people in this world that believe it's it's okay for anyone to react to verbal insults with physical assault or physical attack. When I see that, it's it's mind-boggling to me. I'm like, who believes that? Why do you think that's okay? You know, it, it, to me, that's just so crazy to me. And I understand that people are people. People are human. People people make mistakes you know, but when you make a mistake, own it, call it, say, you know, you know, I was wrong and I, and, and do everything in your power to make good. You don't hype it up. You know, you don't continue to say, well, she called for it and then look for every opportunity to to change your story, to lie and say, oh, here's why I did that. Here's why I did that. Here's why I did that. You're supposed to be friends, you, Monique, and you, Candace. Monique, in one of your, your um, what was it, the, the little confessionals or whatever they do, when, she's, when she talked about all the girls or who she met or, or how she feels about it, she was like, oh, I like Candace. She's like my little sister. You know, she talks with her hands a lot of times, and I'm going to hit her or whatever she said. You've made so many comments about wanting to hit Candace. You also acknowledge that you realize that Candace talks a lot and she also talks with her hands. There are a lot of people, I think I talk with my hands too. There are a lot of people who do that. Um, but you've always bullied this girl. And I, I don't get why you don't see that. And that people continue to, to support your behavior. I mean, it's bananas. Like when I read the tweets that are out there, tweets, yeah, it's tweets. When I read the tweets that are out there and and the amount, the show of support and the amount of people who, who feel like Monique was right in doing what she did. It's crazy to me. We all watch this show and we all watch the sequence of events. You know, she's saying, oh, Candace was putting her hand in her face. Candace did not touch you. Not one time. The girl talks with her hands. She, she talks from day one. We met her. This is how she's been. And you know it. She's your friend. She did not touch you. You're the one who pulled her hair. You're the one who flicked her hair. You're the one who pulled her down. You're the one who consistently continued to pound her in the back of her head. You're the one who, after finally everybody pried you guys away, you're the one who was fighting to get through a door, even though somebody was stopping you. And when you did get through the door, you're the one who chased her around the stupid building to continue the fight. And to think that you, you know, I, I'm just, I'm so over this 
talking about this because every time I watch the show, I, I'm hoping to see her come out and say, you know, what? I'm really, really sorry for what I did and leave it at that. But she doesn't do that. She'll come out and say, well, Candace had, it wasn't Candace's fault, blah, blah, I take responsibility. Then you come out and say, well, Candace's mouth and she deserved it. You like what somebody else said. You make excuses for your actions, and I think it's just ridiculous. And to me, I hope this is the last time I see her on the show. I've said it over and over again. Look, if she came back and she said, you know what? I was wrong. I shouldn't have done that. I'll never do that again. I'm working on myself, okay? And and Candace, I honestly, honestly, I'm sorry. I think, I, I think I'd be like, okay, let she wear, let's see where she, where, you know, where, how much growth from this that, that she exhibits, but she has not done that. And to me, just let her, let, just let her go. She, it's best she's out of the show, you know? Um, <laughs> so who else, what was it about? What I, I really liked Ray laughing about, uh, laughing <laughs> off, um, Karen saying that, she wants him to pay her back. And I'm like, you're married. You're going on 25 years. You are a stay-at-home housewife. Your black Bill Gates husband took care of you all this time. You are one union. What's yours is his. What's his is yours. Well, <laughs> you guys, you guys contribute together. So I don't understand your thinking that your husband should pay you back, you know, unless, unless you're saying, well, you know, it was his business where you have nothing to do with it. And well, but even then, like it, it was funny that Ray laughed about it, but it was also cute that he was talking about renewing their vows after 25 years. That was really cute. Um, who else was there? Um, yeah, I said it. Chris Bassett was the was the MVP. Loved loved him, uh, and and everything that he said and and all that. I it's obvious that um, Candace is really really hurt by this thing, and I I really hope she does get the help that she needs and and she kind of works through everything that has has happened. If she sees the part she, because it appears that she does see the role that she played, but seeing it and understanding that there are changes that need to be made to different things. And I'm, I'm hoping that she's able to work through that and get through it. Um, what is Wendy was a good addition to the show. Um, yeah, she was a good addition to the show. And I, I'd like to see her come back. Um, the only person I don't want to see come back to the show is Monique. And the only reason I don't want to see her come back to the show is because I don't see any remorse in her. I think the the group of girls, they're a good mix. Um, you know, messy, shady, all of that. Good, good shady fun, if you want to call it that. Um, yeah, so there's the whole thing about the plot about the baby and things like that. If you are someone who really digs into their lives and, and you'll see little things about this, this so-called Gigi girl who Monique actually introduced to the show and 
where it all came from, how Monique went out with this trainer guy and she was, she was, she was really, she'd been drinking, whatever. You'll see it. And I think it's crazy to me that we're, they never showed that little plot. They never showed these girls coming together and talking about how they were going to get Monique. But there was, it's very clear that there was a lot of talking about it. It was so loud that Monique actually did hear about the plot, but it wasn't aired. Now, Giselle is saying the only reason she started talking about it was when she showed up at their house. Um, uh, Chris was like, who does the baby look like? And then she was like, oh, okay, we're making this a thing. All right, so, well, you know, all bets are off. I'm, I'm going to talk about the rumor that I heard. But none of the other ladies talked about it. So I don't understand why uh, Monique took her anger out on Candace and not Giselle, the actual person who did mention the whole story. She was. It was actually Giselle and Ashley. Those are the two who talked about it. So I don't understand why, you know, her anger was 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 taken out on the wrong person. To me, that was all kinds of ridiculous. I, I just, it's ridiculous. And then Michael. Then they talked about Michael Darby making sounds about Juan not <laughs> proposing to Robin. And I'm like, Michael is so, so, so into Juan. It's ridiculous. Like, I, I don't even understand it. Um, that, to the point that he's jealous that Juan wants to propose to the woman he was married to before and loves and wants to be with, you know, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with that picture? But anyway, there's another person that I don't want to talk about. All in all, I think it was an exciting season. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna lie about that. It was, it was pretty, it was pretty, it was funny. There were a lot of funny moments. Oh yeah, I was gonna talk about Karen because Candace had mentioned uh, in, in the in the episode that she had called Karen to say, listen, I don't know why you keep talking about Giselle and Robin and making it seem as if they're the ones who caused everything. Why don't you focus on the real person, you know, paraphrasing, um, who actually is the issue. And I guess they got into a heated argument and then Kenneth says, go to hell. And here comes Karen calling production and or calling Bravos trying to get Candace fired. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. One thing that I've picked up on as far as Karen is concerned from day one. She wants to she, she wants to keep up. She's one who likes to keep up appearances. She's one who wants to be, I mean, she said it, she's grand dame or whatever she wants, she calls herself. Um, so there's a certain look that she wants the group of girls to have uh when it comes to um, status, especially status. There's a certain look that she wants them to have. So she, she, she likes people who think are at that level, which, you know, maybe to how Monique is and Candace isn't right. And so maybe that's why her allegiance is more, you know, 
70% more towards Monique than, than um, Candace. This is what I've seen. Um, she wants to be the, really, well, like she said, she's the grand dame. She doesn't, she wants to be the high society woman. She's, that's why she fought to stay in Potomac. You know, all these different things is what Karen is doing. And I think, <sighs> It gets a little ridiculous sometimes. And I like Karen. I think she's funny, you know, but the the lying, you, she says she's not fake and she's not phony, but people asked you, is she invited? And you said, no, I'm not inviting her. You lied, you know, you're not faking, you're not phony. You could say, Monique and I work together on the hair stuff. I want her to be a part of it. So she's going to be coming earlier when you guys are in there. And that's it. She could have said that, you know, there's no situation where a lion is the better option. You can choose not to say anything or you can tell the truth, but you don't lie. And then when you're called out about it, you say, well, no, I didn't say that, but you did. It's on national te television. Everybody saw you. So what are you talking about? <laughs> Just get away. So I'm not sure. I started the season liking Karen because I thought she was funny. I think she's still funny, and I think she she has she she has some good, you know, hits. You know, her shade her shade her shade meter is is high sometimes. Um. But at the end of the season, I'm not sure how I feel about her anymore. I mean, I, I still think she's good for the show, but I don't know how I feel about her. Uh, Giselle is 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 great for the show. She is the shade queen, uh, and she she she's good with the reads as well. Um, Karen's probably better with the reads, you know. So she's good for the show. She can stay. Um, but yeah, at the end of everything. I think it was a really good season. Um, I liked that a lot of the relationships by the end of the season, I mean, the, the women with their significant others got like solid, like Karen and Ray. That was beautiful, especially when he talked about renewing their vows 25 years. Robin and Juan Juan proposing, that was beautiful, loved it. Wendy and um, her husband, they have a really strong bond, even with the the just troubles or, or the, the issues that they're having on their own personal levels, you know, with him being disowned. Nigerian parents, when they get with that disowning spirit, <laughs> you know, it's hard to get them to, 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 to change that around. And so they're going through a lot, but you can see that they have a strong bond. Um, Chris and Candace, oh my God, Chris, you're great for her. And I think that you're going to help her grow. You know, to me, I think that when marriages are involved, I think both parties should have reached a level of maturity and growth and understanding of themselves in order to be good partners to whoever they choose to align themselves with. And a lot of times you don't see that in marriages. People come in um, young, uh, just, well, everybody's doing it, so I'm going to do it. And then that's when, you know, when you get into the marriage, then there are problems and things like that.
But I, from the interaction, you can see Chris, he has a calming effect over, over, he tries, he tries. Um, and this season as over the other seasons where Candace was, Candace has calmed down a lot and he's able to rein her in a lot too. You know, you can see that as well. So I really love that. I like to see progression, positive progression and Candace and Chris, that looks like it, it, it's, it's heading in the right direction. Chris and Monique, you know, Chris looks like he'll do anything for Monique from what, what I see anyway, it looks like he'd do anything for her. And I love that, you know, but he's also honest with his wife. I love that, you know, but, but Monique, she has a lot of work to do. She, she, a lot. Okay. And that's probably what she needs to focus on. Ashley and Michael, as much as I don't like them and, oh yeah, I think they're probably another couple that I probably don't care to see on the show, even though, I don't know, when you look at it from the perspective of, does the show stay interesting with them on it? Yeah, I guess there's always stuff to talk about with them, but do I care to see them? Not particularly. However, their relationship Michael and Ashley, there's some level of understanding that they both have for one another to where, you know, it's working for them. This is why I said, don't carry Panadol for Ashley because she knows who her husband is and he knows who she is. And they have an understanding as far as how they want to be together. So it's working for them. She's on baby number two. Come on. So that's them. I don't know that I care to see them on the show, but you know, they keep it interesting. So I don't know, whatever, but yeah, this is my, um, my, my recap. It was an interesting season. I, I think that, um, yeah, as I said, it's, it's became, it's, it's don't want to keep repeating myself, but I think the cast is really, that they have a good group of girls. The only people that I, like, if they didn't come back, I wouldn't care. Monique, she doesn't even really care. She thinks the money she's making from that is little. So yeah, she can go. And, um, Ashley, however, if Ashley comes back, it won't be a bad thing to be honest with you. Um, they, 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 with her, that they still get along with her, with her, and it's a good show. So this was a pretty good season. Um, it was a good season. It was, it was a lot. It was very interesting. And to wrap it all up, as I stated in the beginning, Chris Bassett was the MVP of this last um, episode. And of all the ladies and all of them with their relationships, I wish them all the luck. Uh, Giselle. Really, you need to think about staying with Jamal, but you're a grown woman. And I think you can make your own decisions. But if your kids are not happy about it, you, you know, and and that's their biological father, you might want to think about it. So, yeah, it was a good season. I liked it. I'm looking forward to a new season um, on the next one coming up. So kudos to them. And, yeah. If you agree or disagree with anything I said, feel free to keep a, leave a comment on my Twitter feed if that's where you're, you're um, listening to the show from or if you're directly 
um, subscribe to my podcast, which you should. Um, yeah, leave me a voice note and let me know what you think. But I'll circle back. Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, please click on the support button.